My name is Steve Mahone, and in early 2020, I weighed 400 pounds. Feeling stuck, helpless, and outright depressed, I decided it was time to make a change. This is my journey to get healthy and reclaim my life. This is the before picture. Hello, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the before picture. This is Steve Mahone, and happy President's Day to everybody. It is a federal holiday, which means I am not at work. But does that mean I am not working? It does not. It means I am still in the office just trying to get ahead. Thank you again for tuning in. I am proud to say, as I said on Friday, that I wanted to report happy news. I am reporting happy news, extremely happy news. I was able to accomplish my goals and get into the gym twice over the weekend on Saturday and Sunday. I did my chest and I did my back and I did my arms and I did my shoulders only thing left in the coming days are my legs and other such smaller extraneous muscles. So yeah, I did it. Very happy. Thank you for everybody who cheered me on. Appreciate that. Yeah, no matter how I was feeling or how much I didn't want to do it, I did it. I did it in the morning and it honestly wasn't that hard just because I knew it was only two days. So it was something I could definitely accomplish and something I wasn't dreading too much. I was actually really excited about it. I did share on the Instagrams of my workouts before and after. I did write it down just because it's been so freaking long since I've been in the gym that I don't want to have to relearn all the numbers and where I can typically get to. I mean, it's pretty intuitive, at least for me at this point, just because I worked out for so long before. Um, But I wanted to be able to track it just so I can see the numbers jump when I do, when I continue to start going keep on the good path that I'm on. So started hitting the gym Saturday, Sunday, back to back, back to back champ over here. I did want to tell you about the kind of workouts that I did because it's different than stuff that I've done in the past. Um, Just for a little history, the kind of workouts that I've done my entire life, uh, I've done many, many types. I've done basically every type of workout except for CrossFit because not the biggest fan of CrossFit. I think it leads to a lot of overuse on the muscles, but who am I to talk? I am wildly overweight and out of shape. So anybody who does CrossFit, uh, you know what? At least you're getting active and you're doing it. I love it. Good job. Way to exercise. <laughs> can't, can't get enough of it. And the people who do like CrossFit, they really like CrossFit. So heck, I'm not saying anything bad about it at this point. Maybe after a couple years when I'm like a gym rat again, maybe I'll uh, snub my nose a bit, but who knows? I'll probably learn something new um, from now until then. So we'll be on the same page and then we'll be scoffing at the, the other, other uh, traditional gym people. Started out my life with my workouts. The first real kind of lifting that I ever did was back when I was, we were working out, I was in maybe seventh grade or something like that. I was uh, out for the wrestling team and we were working out with this guy that my dad got me and my brother, a personal trainer at the gym that we went to. And this guy's name was Gene and he was a Marine or he was an ex-Marine. He's old now. Um, well, then he's old, even older now, but we called him Gene, the workout machine. And he was tall and spindly. And, you know, he had the old man, old Marine muscle where he was not a big lifter. He was more of a let's let's run 15 miles and then do a million bodyweight squats and uh, do a bunch of lunges. And that that sort of guy where he would 
he could go forever. He could just keep moving. Um, and that's just the way he was built. And he was intense. Um, but it wasn't, didn't really get me in the way of getting kind of the bulk muscle that you may need. Starting to wrestle or you're putting on uh, mass for football or when you're in high school where you're not going out for a, a long-term endurance sport like cross country or any sort of track and field. It's more like the, the sprinting back and forth. And being able to exert yourself with extreme, extreme strength in uh, two, two minute blocks, that sort of stuff. So started out my workout life with Gene, the workout machine. But and that is where I learned how to work yourself so hard that you had to go to the bathroom and throw up and then everybody would laugh at you. And by everybody, I just mean Gene. <laughs> Nobody else was really laughing, but Gene absolutely loved it. I'm like, I got to go. I got to go puke. He's like, well, <laughs> don't miss your next set. So he had to run there and run back. Um, going through wrestling and football and high school and middle school and high school, you know, I did the all the really unhealthy stuff for wrestling, the throw on five sweatsuits and run around in the 100 degree room trying to sweat out a couple pounds before weigh-in. For football, I did the three-a-days in August uh, I've done all those type of really intense workouts. Our football coach put us on a program called Bigger, Faster, Stronger. And that's the first time I really started lifting weights for mass and power as opposed to long-term endurance. And when I started doing that, and that was the summer before my senior year of high school, that was a big awakening because I got significantly stronger in a very short amount of time. And it was great. And it, that helped a lot when the wrestling season came around. And that helped a lot for baseball season when it came around. But I had that basis of the football style workouts where you're really building the explosive movements and the, the compound exercises and getting your strong core. So I did those. Then after that, I did some different types of workouts in college. My, my buddy Wu can definitely attest to the dumb stuff we did in college just because we had no idea. The Internet was just kind of becoming prevalent then. Um, there wasn't an extensive amount of knowledge out there. You'd still have to subscribe to the magazines or go and buy books or just kind of learn on the fly. There were no large forums of any really respectable sense at that point. So I would subscribe to like Muscle and Fitness and get a lot of my information from GNC, from the pamphlets they would send out, or I'd buy a that muscle tech stack that you could buy for, I can't even remember how much it was. It was a really big investment when you're a college kid and you don't have much money. Maybe it was 80 bucks, 90 bucks. It had like the Lukic, Gakic and something other. I can remember, ever remember the, the third pill it had, but it had this workout pamphlet where I think I was doing drop sets on cable flies, like five sets in a row. Like it was way overworking everything. And Wu and I didn't know anything about nutrition, so we'd go and to the um, the food hall, food hall, cafeteria, whatever it was, and we would just eat garbage instead of the, you know, the the proteins and carbs and like the the good stuff that you're supposed to put down and get you get your macronutrients from. Now we'd go and eat the chicken cordon blues and all the fried food, and we'd had pasta with extra oil and pepperonis and all this sort of stuff. It was all garbage. So we worked out a lot. We did not get that much stronger because we were doing it all wrong. I don't know how much stronger I was expecting to get on cable drop sets of cable flies every day, but didn't work out very well. 
After that, I got into the bodybuilder splits. I think I remember picking up the Encyclopedia of Bodybuilding, the Arnold Schwarzenegger book. I remember getting that at the Barnes & Noble in uh, Baltimore, the Inner Harbor, Baltimore, next to like the Hard Rock Cafe. I think it's shaped like a big guitar, or at least there's a big, there's a big guitar part of it. I'm not saying the store is shaped like a guitar. But I picked that up, started reading more about the splits that they would do. I would start doing two-a-days or work part of my legs in the morning, part of my legs in the evening, and do all those sorts of splits and be extremely sore for days, work out on top of soreness, and read the inspirational stories of Arnold when he was doing stuff back in the day, really not taking into the account that uh, his expedient recovery was aided by uh, performance-enhancing drugs, and I was just struggling to wait tables, you know, I I would do some pretty, pretty dumb stuff, uh, especially in my early 20s where I would go and I knew I was going to do a leg workout with with Wu um, across town. But because I wanted to get my cardio in before that, I would go do an hour long spin class cycling and I would just be, come to his workout exhausted and then I wouldn't be able to perform as well for his class, for not his class, but his workout that he put me through. And then I'd have to walk 10 miles waiting tables that night. And that, that would all be on top of my terrible nutritional goals, which were not terrible nutrition goals because I was eating too much food. I was only eating about 1,300 calories a day, but that was because I wanted to drop weight. And I was already, I don't know, 160 pounds, just the exact ex opposite extreme of what I've gotten to. So I think I dropped down to about 3% body fat at that point. I was weighing, I think I weighed in the lowest I got to. It was like 162, but I was still bench pressing a, a lot and squatting a lot. So I was way too lean. You know, my features were pretty, pretty sunken at that point. I had no fat on me. I, I looked gaunt. I looked like I did when I would get into the middle of wrestling season and had to drop a heck of a lot of weight. Uh, you know, we'd take those things and you'd go th go to the extremes. I went vegetarian for 38 days, but I didn't actually do them in a row. Uh, that That's something that Wu always finds pretty funny. I say, I, I did go vegetarian for 38 days. He goes, oh yeah, that's awesome. I'm like, well, they weren't in a row. And he, he laughs a lot. Uh, I took breaks. One of those breaks was for NASCAR, where I ended up eating like three sausage sandwiches and drank a you know half a case of beer or something like that. So I wasn't exactly the best vegetarian, but I've also experimented with my diet. Uh, not a whole lot. My other friends have done much more with the diet, but I've done a heck of a lot of the exercises. Uh, but this is a new one. This is the one that I'm going on. I did talk to Wu. I'm mentioning him a lot this episode. Uh, because he and I still talk about working out extremely regularly. Um, he put it to me this way. He's like, would you want to work at you and I both enjoy lifting. Do you want to lift more often and not be as sore, but be able to get into the gym every day or most every day of the week? Or would you want to do one body part for an hour, hour and a half, and then be sore and unable to move for a week of that one specific body part? Um, because there's a law of diminishing returns at this point. And again, I'm no medical professional. This may be completely off. This is how I'm understanding it right now. But I've been wrong in the past. Uh, the law of diminishing returns is kind of like once you reach 80% efficiency, getting that last 20% irked out is going to take a heck of a lot more effort than the first 80% took. So you can go 80% 
of your max weight or your max effort uh, a lot more often and then just get just as good results as if you went 100% that one time throughout the week. So the theory behind what I'm doing now is to hit body parts more often throughout the week, uh, not to max out every time, still put, put forth the effort, still keep going up weight, but don't do your drop sets every single time you're, you're going after it. Don't try to max out and hit your PR every single time. Focus on quality reps as opposed to quantity and uh, a strict adherence to your form. So you get in there, get your sweat going, get your moves rolling, uh, you hit your major body parts. This is at least what he told me, hit your major body parts. So what I'm doing now is I'm hitting my major, my larger body parts for three or four exercises for three or four sets. And I'm keeping the sets like 15 reps for the first set, then eight to 10 for the rest of them. So I'm establishing the, the initial burnout on the first set of that new exercise. And then I'm hitting the quality, quality reps for the rest of it. And making sure that I still have just a little bit left in the tank. I'm not leaving the gym crawling to my car. Um, so I did chest and you want to work opposite, uh, opposite push pull. So I did chest on my first day. I did chest and then I did biceps because when you use your chest, you also use your triceps a whole lot. So you could very easily have your triceps already burned out when you start working them. You want to, the theory is to work your chest out, get that all good and pumped up. And then you, you start on your biceps and they'll be somewhat fresh. Then I went in the next day and I did the opposite. I did my back, which are pull muscles. And then I did my triceps, which are the push muscles. So I was working out on relatively fresh muscles each time, but I wasn't overloading them to the point where I couldn't efficiently break the muscle down and uh, get some growth going. So that's what I'm doing now. I'm excited about it because the first workout I did, it took me about an hour, which I guess was about right. The second workout I did, I think I was maybe moving a little faster. And I also, for my, my shoulders and my triceps, I kind of like back to back them. Um, so I didn't superset them or anything like that, but I just took little to no rest between sets because I was doing a lot of isolation. So I do my right arm and then my left arm. And then by the time I was done doing one of those arms, the other one was ready to go. So I was able to kind of fly through the, uh, latter half of the workout. So now when I do legs, I'm only going to do three or four exercises for the main, so for like my glutes, quads, hams. Like I'm going to do one each of those and then um, probably my interior, outerior, whatever the squeezy muscles are. <laughs> I don't really know. I don't know what they're called. Uh, then do some calf, calves and then um, call it a day as opposed to sitting on a squat rack for 30 minutes, busting out a heck of a lot of squats or just some really, really heavy squats. Because first off, I have to take care of my spine, so I can't really do that. Uh, second off, I, I don't want to spend an hour and a half in the gym. If you're not getting your full workout in between 45 minutes and an hour, at this point in my life, the advice I would give is you're doing it, you're doing too much. Unless you're a professional athlete or you're under some guidance and you know what you're doing, the average person does not need to spend more of an hour lifting. Or I'm just wrong. Anyway, that is, that's the workout that I'm doing. I've posted it on Instagram. You can follow that at st.mahone so you can see exactly what I'm talking about. Um, 
I'm sure I did not explain this very clearly. Uh, some at some point I'll get Wu on the program and we can talk about exactly what you're supposed to be doing, and he can correct everything that I said. And he will say, if you listen to this and you base your workouts off this, you're dumb. Steve, give me your little sheet of paper, and then he's going to take his red marker and do a big red X over the entire thing. Then I'll have him write me a new one. So I guess moving forward, tomorrow it's President's Day. I am going to have to work, unfortunately. But I'm committing to, I'm going to do legs either Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. And then... I'm going to work out Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So I'm committing to four workouts over the next week. So I think what I'm going to try to do is do it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, starting next week. Uh, that's not a commitment. That's just kind of my plan. The commitment at this point is one leg workout over the next three days. So I will have hit my entire body. And then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I'll do it all again. And those three days are non-negotiable. That's what I got. That's all I got today. Thanks, everybody, for paying, paying attention. Thanks for listening. I, I hope everybody has a fantastic federal holiday off. Um, hopefully, you do have the day off and you can spend the time relaxing and doing whatever. And happy Valentine's Day to everybody now. Uh, maybe you're recovering from all the chocolate and bonbons that you ate. So please... Uh, follow me at Instagram is st.mahone. You can tweet or mention the show using hashtag TBPPOD. And if you could just follow me on iTunes, leave me a nice review. Uh, it helps the algorithm and makes it so other people can actually hear me. So thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. Have a fantastic week.